This. This is, this is diversified, diversified, diversified game, game, game. game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, you guys get a pen and paper because my guest today, Glory Chacoma, he can do it all. I met this young man, and I'm young myself, so I'm not trying to pull the age thing. I met him uh, at a Everett Community College um, thing that I like to do every year due to COVID. It was canceled this year, but every year while in Seattle, Washington area, and I actually got to share the room with him one year, and we've just kept in contact. And he teaches courses online. He's also an author. He has a nice book called My Heart of Love, Poems of Explorations and Love. Excuse me, but, you know, I might have to get a drink. But Glory, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Oh, thank you for having me. I'm very, do- I'm very well. I'm doing uh, very okay. I'm I'm glad uh, to see that uh, things are changing a little bit. Uh, you know, the quarantine is hopefully ending, uh, heading toward the end. So I'm doing well. How about you? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Tell the people because you're you're a jack of many trades. So tell the people about yourself from you know the tech background, the photography, the writing of the books. Who who is Glory? I'll say Glory is a very ambitious person um, who really take on challenges. Um, I am, uh, I, would, I would say I am a very interesting person. I like to call myself, a, you know, artist at the same time, a business person. I, I was born in the Congo. Um, that's a little bit about my background. I grew up there, studied in a French-speaking country, and then uh, seven years ago, I came in the U.S., I've been in the U.S. for a while. I went to college here as well. I studied arts and science here. And uh, I work for different, different, different companies as well. Uh, I, I work for a lawyer. Uh, I work for Microsoft. I also work for myself, uh, which really enabled me to really understand a lot of, a lot of things. That's why I'm able to, to really work in different, um, different, uh, different industries and do a lot, a lot more. And, and with that, I mean, you know, with you having so many things, he also skydives people. I mean, he, he you know, he, he can he really is a uh, adventurous person um, coming from the Congo, which many people only all they know about the Congo is civil unrest. They don't understand the beauty. They've never even, you know, YouTube a video to show the beauty of Congo. But the media here shows, you know, the negative first. What made you come here and how did you excel? Because there's many people who, you know, after high school here and even college here, they struggle to get a job at a law firm and are at Microsoft. So how did you excel and what made you, you know, want to come to the States to pursue these things? Yeah, I think uh, for me, as when I was a kid, I remember I was 14 years old. Um, I had that a moment, uh, I, it was kind of a dream, and, and I told my mom and my dad that one day I'll live in the U.S. 
for me, the U.S. represented a place where you can grow your idea. You can really do a lot more things. You're, there is so much happening. And, and I think that was the first things that sparked my interest in, uh, in the U.S. And once I arrived here, I really needed to be uh, grounded and know that I'm here to learn and I'm here to, to grow. I think coming from a mindset of wanting to learn and wanting to grow really enabled me early on uh, to set me on the path of success. I remember going to a lot of workshops of different people, different um, authors. Some people were millionaires. Some people were uh coaches so i really follow out a lot of leadership as well early on and that really enabled me to see the world in a way that uh i wouldn't see it by myself that way so different people's perspective really enabled me to be able to be able to think yeah i can do a lot more than i'm uh than, than i'm thinking and i think that really helped me as well going to school here and constantly looking to better myself i think that really helped me early on to set me on the path of, uh, of success. And it, explain even deeper, um, you know, a lot of Africans will come to the U.S. And when you ever take a class with an African, I'm going to go as far as to say nine out of ten times, especially your first two years, the African student is so far advanced. It's like the stuff we're doing now, you guys did you know, in middle school, and you really excel. And you think like with all this brain power, why can't the continent keep it there? Like, what is it about the Congo and the way things go? Or what is it about America that allow you to just express yourself freely? Because is it just, you know, people say, oh, it's the opportunity, it's the opportunity. And there is opportunity in the Congo, but is it just more difficult? Do you have to know somebody? Is it like a caste system where you feel like, you know, if I don't do it the way they want me to do it, there's no other way it can be done. Like what makes America allow you to just kind of explore and succeed? Yeah, I think the first things that America does well is marketing. America mm-hmm. market itself very well uh, across the, the world, I would say that. I remember growing up, uh, most of the movie that I was watching was either American movie. And, and, and that literally early on already kind of uh, set uh, a curiosity where I'm like, you know what, one day I want to be in that, that, that place. And I think the other, the other thing that, um, that America does well is also promoting its culture, promoting... Uh, what it does, its tech. Um, America's really good at doing that as a country, as a people, as industry as well. And I think uh, with the Congo, the Congo is a, is, is a young democracy, right? It's a, it's a country that uh, had its independence uh, in 1960. And then it's, it's growing through, through that struggle and as well as uh, there is opportunity to build but I really wanted to get a blueprint uh, from the people who've been doing it for 400 years and kind of have an idea of how America built itself. I think, I think for me, it was, it was mainly of, you know, having an idea about how it's, how it's done in America. And then from there, I could be like, okay, I see what we're doing. We're here. You know, I want to contribute this from what I've learned in this part of the world. I think, and I think, I think that the Congo, there is a lot of opportunity in the U S there's a lot of opportunity. Um, the difference between them, I would say 
in America, we have access to finance. Uh, you can finance idea very quickly than, uh, than in the Congo. And I think that, in terms of opportunity, could, could make a difference. Okay, so America is where you come get your bag, folks, and, 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 you know, and, and get that investment capital, which more and more you know, folks on the continent are getting venture capital from all over the world. Um, do you see yourself you know, building anything in the Congo in the near future? In the near future, I'll say five years from now, uh, yes. I have, a, I have a couple of plans, which I'm going to keep it on the dock for now. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, definitely. Okay. Uh, the, the, the part that I really want to be able to, to impact there would be mainly uh, company, you know, bringing in uh, my expertise in terms, of, uh, in terms of marketing as well and learning. Because we do a lot of good things there. I think the, the hardest thing is being able to market oneself as a, as, a, as, a, as a country, you know, what we have, and really understanding about how to, to, to create wealth and create businesses. I think, I think, I think that is one of the things that, that I believe that I can bring back in the Congo. And I am, I am thinking about that as well. And yes. Okay, you know, I'm, I'm not just thinking, but planning and current investing in things on the continent, especially the way things are going here. If it's not, you know, a pandemic, corona, it's the injustice that happens. And it's just something that you, I don't have to feel on the continent, or I haven't felt you don't have to, you know, worry and, and about, you know, certain things and, and just the injustice that happens talking about the George Floyd situation that, yes. and all the other situations of, you know, injustice. So I'm, I'm definitely planning and have Africa plans for African-Americans, especially who, you know, they say, we want to see what Africa is like, mm-hmm. but I, but, but to see it in a way that you're not a missionary because you're not there to not save yet. Africa <laughs> and you're, you're not military. You're not there to, you know, tell Africa. <laughs> what. So, so talk about your, 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 your marketing, you know, expertise, you know, was the, was it school or was it just doing, because you teach this now and, you know, he has a YouTube, the links will be in the description box. But, you know, you teach this even just online. But talk about how did you get started in marketing? Uh, for me, it, it started, I was, uh, I was going to school. I was, I was, you know, I was, I was one of the students where I was getting a lot of straight A. And I was, I was kind of tired of it. I was like, you know what? I really want something that can challenge me. I really want to take uh, things that can challenge me. And I did that with my curriculum as well, uh, you know, taking other courses. And also, I challenged myself to learn online as well at that time. I wanted to learn marketing. I was like, you know what, I really want to know uh, how does this online marketing works. And that was in 2016 when I started. I, want, I wanted to learn. I started watching YouTube video. I started buying courses. That's how I started it and understanding how Google works Facebook works and understanding how to run ads on those and and also understanding I went to uh, one of the workshop I think that workshop really opened my eye it was uh, a workshop uh, done by one of this Amazon seller was making 30 million dollar a year I went in his workshop to learn about how to to market products on Amazon and and then the, 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 the one of the things the guy shared with me there 
I was, I was uh, at the time, I was like blown away. I was like, wow, is this possible? Can, can people really do this? And, and that, really, uh, that really helped me take marketing serious, you know, being able to be like, yo, you can be at home, but you can run a business from home. I think that idea started there. And that's how I started building my marketing skills, attending workshop and doing it as well. Uh, I, that's, and the other thing that helped me as well was when I was in school, me and one of my, uh, my, uh, friends, we started a company called ProCyber and we were doing, uh, marketing for people, including video and, um, and online marketing and doing it, I would say is the best way is how you really learn than just getting tutorials because you get all this information that stay in the mind. But once you execute, start executing it, you build up an expertise. And, uh, and for me, really started there. And then after that, I had the, the opportunity to work for Microsoft as well on the advertising part of Microsoft. And that really helped me uh, put all those knowledge and those experience in the, the back end because it's uh, before I used to do what I was, you know, that I learned, what I learned, but in the back end, I can like see what other people were doing as well. It being like, you know what, this is, this is how these people are doing it. And being able to also advise people on strategy, talking with different business owner and uh, industry leader, giving them idea in terms of their, their advertising, that really took me to the next level in terms of uh, understanding marketing. And, and, and that's why, where I realized that I got to start teaching these things. Because sometimes I'll have people come over at home and ask me to do the marketing. I'll be like, man, you know, I'm busy, but you know what? I can have you as a client. And, and, and for me, the teaching is more of a giving back. You know, uh, the reason why I know what I know is because some people put that energy in me, that knowledge in me, and I want to do the same for other people as well who want to learn it. Wow. And, and, you know, having a consulting and a public relations firm, a lot of people who don't understand public relations, marketing, advertising, a lot of times um, my, my fellow publicists, clients will get frustrated with them because they'll say, hey, I got, you know, a, a 12 placements for a client in whatever the amount of time, a month, a week, whatever it is. And the client's frustrated because their revenue hasn't gone up. Where the PR is just, you know, it's the reputation of the company. And you can be on this and this and this magazine and this TV show, but the marketing focuses on the revenue, more on the revenue. And they do kind of intersect, but this is why I, I tell clients all the time, marketing public relations and advertising is expensive. And, exactly. and I see that, and I don't know if this frustrates you, but it frustrates me so much that everybody now is a marketer with no official training. <laughs> then they put a black eye on the game because they're telling people, oh, I'm a marketer, I'm a this, I'm that, whatever you know, the client wants just to get that amount of money. So when you hit a client with, you know, hey, it's going to cost you $5,000 a month to do this the right way, to start. That's a starting price. Um, and they say, wait, wait, so-and-so was willing to do it for 500 and that's why you're not with so-and-so right now. But does that 
frustrate you what's happening? Because I think it's always been here. We just, you know, we're in our groove now. So we're seeing it more and more with technology. Everybody's marketing. Everybody's, you know, the it person. Yeah, I, th- I think I had that experience as well. I think it was, uh, it was, on 2000, it was 2017. I remember uh, when, when we were running uh, uh, that company with my, uh, my, my colleague, the, the, the hard things was that uh, sometimes we meet clients, right? We, we share with them what we can do for them. And, you know, people will be like, oh, my God, this is, this is, this is expensive, you know. Uh, you know, so-and-so can do it at X price. And, and one of the things I really, that really helped me early on was to, to let them know, look, you know, we, what we do is based on results. You know, at the end of the day, this is what I'm going to deliver to you. And if you don't get this, I'll give you your money back. And, 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 and most people, uh, you know, most people um, have not yet experienced people who are able to tell them what the result will be. You know, people want to market, but getting the result, I think it is the, the, the hardest, the hardest part of marketing, be able to be like, okay, this is how much we spend. This is how much we got. I think that's, that is, that is the, 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 the hard talk there. And, and yes, I, I have experienced people who, who really, uh, can go there, you know, or like, you know what, this, this, this costs a little bit much. And I think, and I think also, uh, I love, I love that, you know, every time people would say that, uh, being able to be like, you know what, this is the, the cost to get you this result. I don't know if you want it, but most people, if you show them the, the results that you, you had, in the past, they're able to be like, yeah, you know what, I'm willing to, to go for it. And I think it's all about uh, having a skill and, uh, and being able to, to present to people a good solution. Because at the end of the day, you know, marketing is all about helping a business grow. And if you are able to be that person and bring that growth, I think the cost, uh, the cost is, can, be, can be reasonable. And that's really the main difference between PR and marketing, because PR is not going to give you your money back. Um, you and Billy Jean, um, who does Damon John's, you know, uh, stuff online. Uh, Damon John talked about, you know, how Billy Jean, who you know is a brother man, just like us, and he, you know, he would tell companies. I think it was Orange Fitness or whatnot. Mm-hmm. How you know this doesn't work. Um, I'm going to give you your money back. PR can't do that because we've already pitched it to 100. 30 have said yes. The time that it takes with the callbacks, you know, they may like you. They may like you in three months, six months. And that's why we say give us a three to six month plan so we can put something together at that proper price and do what we need to do. But those are the differences. And I want people this to be a teachable moment because where glory says hey i'll do this are your money back because of the difference that you're doing he's using different you know methods and skills than what a publicist in. so exactly yes that is true and i think and i think being able to uh, uh in my in my experience i've had no one you know uh ask me their money back at the end of the day because we 
uh, one of the things I learned early on was that uh, if you, you really, especially in marketing, um, the, the marketing side is a very, is a very tricky area because most, most people would take the budget, uh, the revenue to really, uh, to really put it into marketing and they expect to, to grow that revenue as well. It's, 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 it's more of like, you know, I'm giving you $1. Can you turn it into 10? Right. It's, it's, it's more of, uh, it's more of that. And, and we're like doing the magic, putting everything together. And, and, uh, and for me early on, what I found out was being able to tell somebody, you know what, the dollar that you're giving me, I'm not going to lose it. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm not going to lose it no matter what. And, uh, and 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 I think and I think that really helped me separate uh, myself from from other people who are doing marketing early on, and 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 I learned it from somebody actually. <laughs> I learned it from somebody, and uh, and and yes, it, it was a very good lesson for me. But yes, it's a, it's a very interesting thing to see in the market uh, because right now, especially in marketing, you know. Having a good relation with, with your client is, is very important. Making sure that the, the, the client trusts you to do the work and deliver. And, and uh, because the cost of marketing can literally skyrocket if, if you don't have a good team. We know what they're doing. You know, people could just spend money and then at the end there is no revenue. Um, and, and, and also one of the things that I would like people to to be able to differentiate is marketing and PR. PR is a different thing. Marketing is a different thing. And uh, yes, the model is different. And PR is very important, very important. Every big company out there hire PR to, to do the work as well. Yeah, it's, it's very important. Mm-hmm. And, and with that, you know, I can already hear somebody hearing this, watching this and saying, hey, it's money back guarantee. Uh, what before they you know send you an email what is a healthy marketing budget for that person who's working at a job looking to you know um, create something and they need to put it out there what's a a healthy budget before they you know tell you hey i have a hundred dollars what can you do money back guarantee I think I think uh, it really depends on what you are uh, selling or what you you have as a product or a service and what is your goal. And I think uh, the, the 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 main thing about marketing is all we all look at metrics, right? You know, where are you and where do you want to go? And and that and and, and from there, there that's when um, I'll be able to develop a formula to figure out how much. Uh, you can spend, but usually what I advise people is, you know, 10% of the business. That's a, a, a good number. 10 to 25% of the, the business, that's a good number. And, uh, and, and that's a good place to start. But I like to, to have a one-on-one meeting with people and really see where they want to go and what they're able to spend, what they have as a budget to go from there. And it, it really depends on the goal of the person, but that's, that's, his, that's the, sweet, the sweet spot, I would say. Glory gave a very political answer, but I'm going to keep pushing. <laughs> it, 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 you know, doing this for almost two decades now, it frustrated me when you'd ask a client their budget and they haven't set it aside. 
And now if you don't have your budget and a number in mind, we, we won't even, I, I can't even talk to you. Like you can't even get to me. So if a client says, hey, Glory, I have a $1,000 budget a month, are you, you know, and I know every project can be different because you're fighting for space. But is that a place where they need to start? Because to me, if they come to you and say, hey, I have $300, you, you need to tell them, save that, come back to me, you know, when you have, for, for, because you're, it's not like you're eating all that money. You're putting it, you know, into things, whether it be social media ads online. So what do they need to have to spend? You know, what's that a good number just to start with? Because a lot of people think, oh, I'm just going to spend on Facebook ads and I'll do it myself. But they don't even know how the, the, the you know, the interface works on any of these platforms. And then some people try to go strictly to Fiverr and just, you know, have someone do what they've never met, where you have someone like Glory right here who ha has put his education, he's put his extra time in, his over 10,000 hours. And so, you know, what do you... For someone who's just listening, who numbers, they need to know whether they're even in the ball game. What is a, a number to, to start with? That's a, that's a very good question. Uh, what I would say, um, especially there, there is there is two way I see it. If you want to do it by yourself, or if you want to hire a an expert, and and uh, for me, um, if you want to hire me as an expert in your team. I would always start with what your budget. That's like my first question because I want to know, you know, how I can help you and if I can help you as well. It's, uh, it's one of the things that helped me qualify clients for me. Um, but to answer your question, you know, what is a, a good number? Um, I would say that, uh, that it really depends on businesses. It really depends. It's, it's really hard to just... Uh, to just give a number, but if for someone who want to do it by themselves, uh, they want to kind of try, they're, they're trying to do, you know, they want to run ads, they're trying to figure out what is a good number, I would say 10% is a good place to start of the overall project. Putting 10% aside, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good number. Let's say, for example, if you have, uh, uh, let's say you're expecting, you want to make, uh, you want to make uh, 10,000 out of, uh, out of selling, let's say shirts, right. And trying to sell shirts. There is a lot of things that you need to, to really know about the business of selling shirts. What kind of shirt is it? Who are your audience and who are you trying to sell it to really knowing your, knowing your, knowing your customer is the first thing. And once you know your customer and you figure out how much you want to sell per shit, uh, per shirt, let's say, for example, I am buying a shirt at $2, and I'm selling at $10. And let's say I'm like, okay, for each shirt, I want to spend $2 to get, a, to get someone to buy a shirt at $10. So I am spending about, um, I'm spending about, I'm spending around uh, $2 for $10, for, for $10 shirts. And that takes about $4. That's like my cost and the profit is $6. And I think that is just a, if, a, a way you could think about it once you are looking for, for a number uh, to, to spend. I think that's a good place to be. be being able to, 
to have that difference in terms of uh, revenue and expenses and marketing costs as well from the product. And then you can develop, okay, I have 10,000 of them. So, you know, I'm going to spend $2,000 in marketing. And that's how you arrive to that number by being able to, to look at the revenue, to look at the different things about the business. Then you're able to be like, okay, this is the number I'm willing to spend. And I think, uh, and I think, yeah, that, 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 that's how I, I would think about it. Okay. No, that's, that's, that's a very uh, professional answer. Do you find that many people who are coming looking for marketing, you know, if they're getting started, that are most entrepreneurs, I'm saying they kind of, you know, in the beginning, use whatever profit they have and they look at it as their own piggy bank. And it's the money to buy their car. It's the money to buy their clothes. Where a true seasoned entrepreneur has a salary for themselves. Of course, sometimes you'll have to take disbursements. But, you know, the many entrepreneurs, I'm talking about folks who are like in their 20s. Um, and, and some are older. I don't want to throw everyone out in their 20s, you know, out there like that. But it's knowing your numbers, like the Shark Tank always says like knowing your numbers do you find that most entrepreneurs especially young ones know their numbers when they come to you i think i think it's a it's a i think most most people come to me some know their numbers some don't <laughs> some don't and uh and being able, I, I, found, I found that being able to, 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 to be there to support them, whether they know their number or not, being, being able to tell them, look, this is important. You got, you got to know this. If you don't, you know, let me help you. Uh, but I like those who knows their number because it, might, it makes things much easier um, and, and, and they understand things better. And, and yes, that's what I would say. And see, that's an extra charge if you have to help them know their numbers. That's a different consulting fee, in my opinion. You might be nice, Glory, but now I have to sort out your numbers and tell you how much you should be paying me, how much you should be, you know, doing with this, with this money, with that money, if you're even making money. Mm -hmm. You know, that that's the other thing. Um, with with the YouTube sensations out there, you know, it seems like anybody as long as you keep pushing and trying you you know might one day be at the you know whatever whoever you want to think about tony robbins whoever you want to think about the Les browns anybody can be a sensation for you know god willing this podcast to get picked up by uh spotify too like joe rogan's and i'll <laughs> take you know um a hundred two hundred million um but you just don't know and that's the beauty of the age we're in. In marketing, how do you think um, AI is it going to be impacted? Oh, big time. Um, big time. AI is very, very important. And most people are, uh, and most businesses and company are already integrating AI on their, on their platform to be able to, to enable people to do things much more quicker and faster, have the information, the insight. I think AI is very important. Uh, I actually uh, partner with uh, one of these companies which I am building a course for. So what they're doing is uh, they included AI in the video marketing uh, platform. So you're able to, you don't need to know how to 
to uh, you know to edit all the complicated things. All you need you need to do is like plug and play, put everything together and release it. It's uh, it's actually very interesting what AI can do, and and the course I'm putting together is going to be enabling people to be able to create video in under 10 minutes. And, and uh, I'm going to release it this week. So that is just one example where you see a lot of people are including AI in their platform, whether it's advertising, whether it's videography. Uh, and, and, and even myself, I'm already automating my systems. I think it is, it is very important to be able to use uh, the technology that we have right now because we don't need to repeat everything when you have a system that can just do it. I mean, yes. Uh, and, and he didn't say the names. You guys are going to have to see his course. I know recently, <laughs> recently I've sat and I spoke with uh, Ampfire and I was like, whoa, they're putting like 30 different campaigns together for 2500 bucks. And I, I love AI. Reason I love going to conferences like CES and South by Southwest and everything that you can just see what the future is going to be because mm -hmm. I want to be on that. But I've even seen PR and marketing services in com Canadian companies like uh, I think it's Vendesta where you get to white label their AI software. So everybody thinks you're the genius, but it's really the AI that you know they put together. I want my own. But I, I love the what's happening. But I also tell people in our fields that you need to be able to pivot because these computers are going to be a lot better than what we do. And I've even tried and spoke with gurus who I'm like, this is what PR should be, where PR, marketing, all that should be plug and play. You put in your sentences, I have some software that will write a book for me, no matter what. When my child was seven she wrote her first book because of this software of just putting in certain things the, and the ai says boom it's here it's not going anywhere you you don't want to have the blockbuster effect which that means something different now since they're no longer a blockbuster <laughs> that you know you, you want to be up on the game so what do you do you know i, I know you're, you said you're making a course on it but what do you do to try to stay ahead of technology? You know, because that, that can be a scary thing for many people. Yes, I think, I think to, be, to be on the edge, you constantly have to be a student. And that's how I see, I see myself, you know, being able to, to be curious all the time, learn, being able to, you know, to, to learn and give back what you have learned. And, and that is, that is a, a good process of, of of, uh, of learning as well. That way you are able to master technology really quickly. You're able to give it back. You're able to learn. And being constantly in the learn mode and the doing mode, both of those really uh, are helpful. And for me, it's been mainly learning and doing at the same time, being able to learn how to do it and do it, do it, do it, do it, and teach it, share it, and, and repeat the process. And I think, yeah, technology could, can be a very scary thing for most people, you know. Once you know one thing and then the, the next thing you know, another thing just appears. And, uh, and some, for some people, it could be uncomfortable. I don't know. They'll be like, you know, I already know how to do it. Why do we have to change all of this? But uh, the, uh, the a good rule of thumb is uh, the thing that I'm about to learn really help me go faster, really help me 
automate my system? Is there a benefit to learning this? And I think if you're able to, to, uh, to tell or you're able to, after analyzing, being, like, being able to say, that, yes, this is going to help me, you know, get better at this. You know what? I'm going to learn it. And I think that's a good rule of thumb, you know. That way you don't want to put yourself into learning, 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 and not doing, and not practicing. So I think that's a, good, a rule of thumb I would uh, pass on to the audience. Okay, okay. Now, with all this tech talk, you guys have heard me before say he wrote a book. You know, I'm an author. We have a publishing company. I love books. You don't do books for money. You do books out of passion and purpose. And eventually, you know, you get these royalty checks and it's like, oh, wow. Okay. Um, what inspired you to write this book of poems? I would say what inspired me is really people and uh, myself and my mom as well. Um, I, I've started writing that book in 2018. I was, it actually started with uh, one day I went to the office. I... I uh, I met Stephen, which is one of the guy I, I was working with at, at the time, and I asked him a very a very a very interesting question. I asked him, you know, man, what what is the why do we say that uh, we fall in love instead of saying you know we rise in love? Why don't we rise in love but we fall in love? Right? And, I, and that was a very a very tricky question at 7 a.m. to ask somebody. <laughs> and, and the fun things was uh, after that, you know, you know, everybody around around the office started you know, trying to answer this question. And in the morning, they're like, man, do, do you come up with very, very hard question? I don't know, you know. And, and, and from there, I was like, it got me thinking. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should write a book in love, my experience in it, and, you know, how I view the world and how can I put those experiences into few words that people can understand. And, and, and that was, that was when I started writing about it, started writing about love. And I realized that one of the things that's very important early on for all of us is, you know, our mom, right? As a kid, you know, we all have mothers and it's very important to really understand the power of a motherly love as well. And, and that's why it's the number one poem on my, uh, my book. And that's why I put it there purposefully to really start, to really start things out. And I think that's, that's why it inspired me being a, is the drive of, of uh, to, uh, a drive and curiosity to understand uh, a bit of, of love because love can do a lot of things and love is doing a lot of things around us as well. Now, when I saw it, I said, okay, we're about to hear glories about to get married. He's writing his book of poems. He's going to dedicate it. Uh, we're we're going to see the whole festival and whatnot. And, you know, you are, what you guys see, I mean, Glory is a very nice, positive person. I, I know that when he's at the, the parties, this is the guy that, you know, the old mothers and everybody saying, hey, introducing him to all the single women. And saying, "Hey, this this is glory. This is glory." And in the African culture, there's a lot of pressure on you know, oh, find a woman and then have kids, whatnot. Which I think it's a lot of unfair pressure because that's not for everybody. Some people, you might be very peaceful now, but given you know, doing things too soon in a way that you don't want to do it could make you go mad, whatnot. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
can you can you talk about you know that because most people won't ask you that question of trying to you know make your way career-wise and being at a huge company and doing your business and really living your best life and then writing a book of poems i mean of love do you feel pressure you know inside the culture to get married soon I think there is that pressure, you know, uh, there's that pressure where, you know, people want you to, to, to get married. Um, and, and I think marriage is a very important thing. People, you know, should be able to reproduce and, you know, grow. It's a very, it's a very, it's a very important thing. And the, the, the thing for me, it's uh, knowing the when to get married. I think, <laughs> I think you shouldn't get married because somebody asked you to. I think uh, you gotta, you know, be able to to take your time, and once you feel that you're ready, you know that you're ready, and you know it's the best decision to take at that time. Yes, you you, you can do that, and and I believe that uh, that yes, once that time arrives, I would do so. <laughs> and yes, there is that pressure, uh, you know. Sometimes you hear friends, especially friends, they be like, "Oh man, when are you gonna get married?" You know, you, you get those questions. But for me, it's being grounded on, you know, what, what, what must I do right now before I get married? What are the things that I would like to achieve before then? And, and, and yes, for me, it's been, it's been mainly that. Yes, there is that pressure sometimes, yeah. All right, and y'all out there listening to this, stop putting pressure on people because many people aren't <laughs> even happy in their own relationships and want to push, you know, something that's not even natural on someone else you know people when you meet that person you just know it that's just my experience it doesn't mean things are perfect you just know it you're like okay i that person i can build with i you know she she has something that will keep me in line or you know it's just it's just there and and i find that men don't you know when you find that person it's like okay you got it women i guess they have a harder time especially the more you know, they progress and make money in life. It's harder. But, um, you know, I, I you know, I do some, uh, I say I'm a uh, day coach. I'm a semi-pro day coach. And I have four people that I've introduced and they've gotten married, whatnot. Um, and so I, I like that, um, that, that business. But it's something that is really a gift more than anything. You can't rush anything. Because people say, well, hook me up, hook me up. Well, are you open to pivot? And most people aren't open to pivot, you know. And, and, and talking about pivoting, you even have a SoundCloud. And so can you talk about, like, is there anything you can't do? And is music, will you come out with an album? Will there be an album of poems of you either singing or saying, you know, your poems online? in English and in French, <laughs> because I'm like, this book should have been in French, too. <laughs> um yes i am i am i already turned the, the 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 book in in french uh the french version will be will be on amazon soon i've been uh mainly focusing on getting the english audiobook out i had one um i hired one um one uh voice over artist and she did a good job the book should be there this week as well on amazon i've been uh, working with them for for the past thirty days, it seems like it takes thirty days for them to list uh, an audio book on on Amazon. So that that has been my focus. And after this, yes, I have the French version out as well. 
And uh, for singing, I know that I'm not a singer. <laughs> they say, they say, know, know thyself, you know, know thyself. I know that I'm not a, a singer. Um, I'm more of a, a speaker. I'm more of a, um, a an artist, a, 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 a business guy. I'm more of a, a people person rather than a, a singer. A singer is an amazing gift, but I, I, life hasn't given me that gift. It has only given me the gift of speaking and writing and thinking and yes, and doing, yeah. Okay, and you know, who's not able to do music nowadays where there's such a low bar and it seems like anything, I mean, I've, I've said things to my kids in jest and they have been said it like at a, um, at BBS, at Vacation Bible School, for those of you who don't know what that is. And they, I've seen them, and they weren't really appropriate things. You know, they were just like things that you just say, like, okay. And what it was, was, you know, I won't even say it to you, Glory, because <laughs> Glory is in, he's in a different realm. Certain thing you won't say. But it wasn't, they weren't curse words at all. But I had, they had the whole BBS doing a dance and singing this thing. And I've said this on other episodes, people, so you'll have to watch and binge watch, but I won't say it to Glory. Um, and I'm like, kids will say anything, and they'll repeat anything you say. And so, you know, anybody could be a singer. You get in the studio, and you, you, you bits and pieces are like Marshmallow, if you're familiar with the DJ Marshmallow. You get someone else, and then everyone thinks you're, you know, the entertainer. But, um, and, and I love that. I love it because you can do what you want. I like when people can express themselves, you know, with maturity, however they want. But the, a lot of this doesn't have maturity. I, I want to ask you, it's a question I ask all my guests. It's, it's one, one of my winding down questions. Uh, with all the success and everything that you have going on, what is your community give back? Yes, um, part of part of the the thing that I, I I am doing from for the community is giving back my knowledge. I realize one of the thing, um, um, one of the thing that's that you know that's very interesting that I learned early on. You know, sometimes we'll give money, money, money goes goes a long way. But knowledge, you know, being able to give people what you know can make a difference. You know can really make a difference. I, 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 I can't imagine how many times uh, that, you know, that I got lucky because I knew something, <laughs> you know, whether it is, uh, you know, whether it is uh, presenting something to a client or helping someone, it's all, it, it, it all come back to knowledge. What do you know that can help someone else? And, and and that's why I started the course thing because uh, I can tell you it's not easy to really be able to uh, to articulate the the knowledge that you know and pass it down to people in a way that they can understand as well. And for me, it's been it's been it's been it's been that I started it uh, and I really took it really serious last year because last year I had over over 15,000 students uh, in my, my, my course. And, I had, uh, and those students were all over the world, 150 countries. And then I was like, you know what? 
you know, this is, this is interesting, you know, and sometimes I would, I would be there. I'm like, you know what? I'm just giving, uh, I'm giving this two course away for free because I really want people to learn what I know here. And also, also the thing that really moved me super writing back being like, Oh man, you changed, you changed my life in this, man. This is amazing. And those are the things that really I woke up in the morning. I'm like, wow, I really want to do more of this, you know? And, 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 uh, and yes, for me, it's really giving back why, you know, being able to give people the knowledge that can better their life, that can better themselves, that can better their business. And, and part of it is also helping me in case that I'm, because I remember one of the things last year that was very challenging for myself would, was that some people would come to me and they'd be like, you know what? Oh, yeah, I see you're doing this, you know, can you, uh, can you show me how to do this? And I'll be like, you know what, I'm really busy right now. I got to get these things done. But I've been thinking, how about if I can duplicate those ability, those knowledge and put it in a place where every time someone asks me, I'm like, here's the key, just go open. Everything is there, you know, being able to, uh, to do that. And for me, it's, it's, uh, Putting, putting those con- content online and putting it into courses has been the best way so that I'm able to give people, be like, okay, you know, you can do this. Here it is. You want to do this. Here it is. This is how to do it. This is how to do it. And then I'm able to also focus at the same time because one of the things that happened is, 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 especially with me, is as I'm uh, executing a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of things, sometimes people will catch me in the middle of, of something and they'll be like, okay, let's do this. And then we'll do, and then another person comes in, another person comes in. And the best, the best way to, to, to really, to really help the community, it's, it's uh, by giving back what I know, because that's what people are interested. They're interested about this part of me that they want to know. And I'm, I am very working hard to really uh, have it uh, as a course for, for all of you who are out there who really want to know. Yes, that's what I've been doing, giving the knowledge back. And when they go to your course, which is on Udemy, um, you know, it's, uh, he's talking about photography, which I didn't even tap into because I told you, Glory can do so many things. But his love for photography, I remember walking into that classroom and, I'm thinking, man, okay, if I'm going to share the room, uh, I'm going to be, you know, sharing my – did I have a cameraman that day? I don't know. Oh, yeah, you brought a camera that day. <laughs> okay. But, but, but I had a, a camera. Did I have a cameraman as well? Yeah. Did I – okay, I had a videographer. Okay. I just want, I want to make, make sure I, I, I tell the story truthfully. <laughs> I don't want to do it Trump and, and say, you know, <laughs> I, I, I had the biggest and the boldest. But – you know, Glory had, um, he had his cameras out, and his, I mean, his outdid mine, people, and I thought I really had some material, um, and, you know, Glory also is a drone pilot, uh, anybody who, who sees my Instagram, you know I love drones, but he really loves photography, um, what's your first love, marketing or photography? I would say I would say photography has been has been uh, has been the first uh, because uh, photography for me has been it's, it's been a, a course that I learned in, in 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 the college in my art 
because I, had, uh, I, I, had, I studied arts and science and, and, and it was my go-to classes uh, that I wanted to know part of the, the arts uh, that I wanted to know because I, I was already good at drawing, was, I was good at uh, 3D and I really wanted to learn an art study now that I never experienced before and photography did it for me. I was like, you know what, I gotta take this class and then uh, I, I ended up taking over like uh, over five classes of photography and and it's been it's been an, it's been amazing that was my the first things i really love until today i still love uh photography because i have i have cameras sometimes i'll go out i think it really helps us captivate a moment uh, uh a moment uh, a moment of time and share it with people it's it's a medium to tell story for me photography it really helped me tell story that words cannot uh cannot express and and yes yes okay and, and, and all and, those links folks will be there you can see his love for photography and learn from it while you know signing up for the classes, you'll see Glory's website, he has private sessions. I mean, he's really hooking you up. And it's cheaper than you paying a university and going through that whole thing. And it's not an easy thing either for an African male to say, I'm going to go and put some time into photography because while you're telling your family, oh, I'm taking these photography classes, they're probably trying to push you somewhere else and say, what about medicine? What about this? What about, you know, that? It's not easy for an immigrant to say, hey, I want to do the arts coming to this land because people are depending on you, you know. And so um, I, I love that you followed your passions and you've made them profitable. And, yeah. And, yeah. And, and the reason why I like, uh, the reason why my first courses has been photography, because right now I have, um, um, I have, uh, I have a, a lot of different courses, actually. Uh, most of them will be linked under, uh, rankadvertiser.com. Rankadvertiser.com is is my new website, uh, and there is a lot of cool things that's gonna happen there. But I'll link also um, all of my classes there. The reason why I started with uh, photography is that everybody have a smartphone right now. Even uh, in marketing, smartphone is a is a big thing. Like there is over 2.5 billion smartphones across the world that people are interacting every day. And this, as, as I was thinking about it, I was like, yo, you know, how, what if I can empower those people to take better photos? Because one thing that happened on my Instagram is like, people would be like, oh man, how do you take those photos? This is very beautiful. And people would ask me all the time. And that was the reason why I was like, you know what? If there, you know, there's a lot of people asking about this. I'm going to make the course for them and it's going to be ready. And, um, and yes, that's why I started on uh, Image. Uh, to enable people out there to take good photo, whether you are an entrepreneur or you are a business guy or an artist, we all need to take photos. You know, we need to take photos to share with our friends, our family. It's it's a medium for us to capture a journey, whether it is a vacation, and 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 making sure that you're taking good photos. It's uh, it's, it's it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. No, it definitely is. You guys, I'm not going to give you a game overload. We have said a lot for you to go start clicking buttons in the description box. Follow Glory. is in all the information will be in that description box. Glory, I thank you for coming on. Thank you for inviting me. This has been an amazing, amazing conversation.
Thank you so awesome. much. You guys be blessed. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit DiversifiedGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.